0: Hey girl, hey! Hey. It's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast on Urban Media Today. Join Kiki Brown, LaShawn Tipton, and Jerry Tipton every Saturday at 9.30 on Urban Media Today Radio through Live 365 and Tune In. It's funny, it's informative, never boring, and sometimes it's damn near disrespectful. It's the Hey Girl Hey Podcast. Catch past episodes at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor FM, and UrbanMediaToday.com. Hey, hey, Yay, what's up, <laughs> man, it's been a long time since we've been it's here, wild. life be in so everything is good, I am your radio chick Kiki Brown,
1: and I am y'all millennial chick Jer, Jer, and
0: Jer, Jer, we are in good company tonight, and right on time, because, yeah. um, and we'll talk to Dr. Katwana shows who is the chief diversity, equity, and inclusion officer for the Community College of Allegheny County. So we're going to talk to Dr. Shows uh, in the second half. Enters the Chatter Chick. Hello. Hello, everyone. So it's the Hey gray podcast. Uh, hey. We do have our Chatter Chick here. Dr. Uh, Ketwana Shows is on standby. She is she is waiting and ready uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get on with the hot topics right now so one of the hottest stories um, that I really wanted to talk about ladies was an incident that happened um, in Chicago in Chicago um, a young mom by the name of Carlisha Hood and her teenage son they were out and Carlisha got into an altercation with the gentleman we saw the video footage um, unfortunately, An argument ensued, and this gentleman named Jerry Brown. He was 32 years old. Yeah, he punched uh, Miss Hood Mm. um, a few times in the face.
1: Mm.
0: Her 14 year old son was there watching, and he shot the man, Mm -hmm. and he died. So last week, her teenage son facing they were facing murder charges. Yeah, Uh, and then Chicago prosecutors. Dropped the charges uh, in the fatal shooting of Jeremy Brown. In response, Miss Hood then filed a lawsuit against Chicago and five police officers.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: this woman has had a rough week, um, and totally. I, I'm so I'm so glad that they decided to drop the charges. I saw the video and I just said, "Yeah how else How else could this have happened? How else could this issue?" Have, how how else could this have been resolved? Right, like what were they? You know, were they arguing over? You
2: know, a sandwich. Or in a hot dog, hot dog shop. where you uh, argue, what are you arguing about?
1: What is he? Sides? Yeah.
2: Well,
1: you, sh- he was way too aggressive, especially with a woman. Yeah. From what I saw from the clip, the video, she mm-hmm. didn't seem like a threat to him you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like she mm-hmm. wasn't in his face or you know th- all this other stuff and even if she was he punched her like he was uh, hard hard like I said are you serious hard. you didn't yeah. even do anything like there are really some crazy people out here yeah it yeah really really wild so so
0: you just never know what people are going through
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: and sometimes you have to think you know what it's just not. It's just not worth it. I can't. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to get that time back. I was sitting, and this mate This is not even remotely close. But just what it is. What is relative? It, relative is having to make that decision. I was sitting in my car, and I was waiting on my best friend to to pull up. We were going uh, to a party, and this man and a woman were sitting next to me in a car, and the man. Kate got out of his car and his car hit my truck. And I was like, yo.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, he did not even notice he hit my car. He gets out of the car and he walks over to the the food truck. But the way he was walking, it appeared, it it looked like he was a a bit intoxicated. Yeah. And I don't know if this was my grandmother's spirit. Well. That said, little girl, Mm -hmm. shut it up yeah it's not worth it you don't know what he's going to say you don't know how he's going to receive what you and then what can you do yeah is there any damage what's going to be do you want him to say sorry he probably won't right so you have to think you know you have to have that logical thinking and so it was just really hard to see you know to see that uh happen and and uh it's unfortunate because i hear this young man was a father to i believe he had daughters or a daughter
1: that's what i heard he
2: You know, was you popping off punching women in the face? I'm a little, you know. Thank God for cameras. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if it if there weren't a camera, you would automatically thought that since she called in her son for backup, that it was about to go down. Yeah. You know, like it's the wild wild west there. But whenever they whenever they finally saw it on camera, that's when the whole narrative changed. Yeah. But well, without the without the camera, you would probably thought that she called him in. You know, they're in Chicago and mm-hmm. this is the way it goes down in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then when you see the camera footage, it's like, well, you know, you have to pull back from that. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. And I, I've gotten to the point where in my life, um, I think, you know, that you mellow out when you get older. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't mellowed yet. I'm, actually, oh. I'm <laughs> yeah, I haven't quite mellowed. I'm, I'm oh, you still a high head?
1: Sean, <laughs> you still about that
0: life? You are not a high head. You are not
2: about that life. Really, <laughs> I really, I'm, I'm like, with- I'm, I'm the even kill but it depends on how your energy comes to me. Because I, I kill him, do. but don't push me. Don't push me. <laughs> <No>. so, <laughs> I'm getting to that point now. You know, especially on my job, not on my job, but mm-hmm. different situations. Like mm-hmm. you know, when people approach mm-hmm. me and they're like real negative about petty stuff, mm-hmm. then I'm like, what is the right. big deal? Like yeah. come on! Uh, oh yeah,
0: you know? so so that so you get a hot flash. I, so basically, I get, you're I gonna yeah, you 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 day. yeah you. It's the hot flash. That's what it's it is. The it's not flash. a temper. Yeah. It's a hot flash. Like, look, it's getting hot. I'm gonna need y'all to make up your damn mind. Right, it's hot.
2: exactly.
0: You, you know, whenever a certain age. I'm gonna need y'all, oh, y'all to do something.
2: That's it. That's yeah, it. Even yeah. with my driving, I'm like hitting the horn. Like, go, yeah. go! What are you standing there for? Go! Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm that's not that's
0: not called being about that life. That's called menopause. Yeah, is that what
2: Because menopause will make me it's, about that It's life.
0: menopause, menopause. Don't have menopause, put your
2: ass in jail. I, I, yes. I just, yeah, I you, don't, like you ain't, about, you ain't like, about that life. No, I'm so not a jail girl. I'm not braiding another woman's hair. We're not sharing bunks. I'm not. No, I'm not. not, I'm, not I'm, I'm funny about sharing hotel rooms with family. I'm like, can't you get your own room? Mm-hmm. Like, Come mm-hmm. on, That's pay $100 it. and get your own room. Listen, yeah,
0: you out out I will say that there is a good story about this. Rapper Nicki yeah. Minaj has stepped in um, and she said that once the young man decides that he wants to go to college, she's going to uh, pledge her financial assistance. Now, she just said she pledged her financial assistance. That don't mean he got a full ride to college.
2: No, mm-hmm. no, he get a couple burgers. He got it. I'm gonna pay for your books.
0: I'm gonna get you a lunch ticket or something. Cause she got a lot of things to worry about right now, so yeah. she probably ain't gonna do no full ride. But that was nice of her.
2: That to was say nice. That. that was nice.
0: Yeah, and speaking of college, we're gonna talk to Dr. Katwana Shows again. She is the uh, chief D- diversity, equity, and inclusion officer for Community College of Allegheny County. Um, our country is going through something, child. And today the Supreme Court ruled oh. uh on the, the the change in the rules for college admits.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so affirmative action is is is, is we're about to yeah. so we're gonna talk more with uh Dr. Shows in a minute. Uh before we get her get her in, I, I want to I wanna bring out uh, who the F cares news.
1: Okay, let's get it.
0: Did you know that? The Red Table Talk is coming back with some really interesting stuff. Number one, I didn't know they were gone.
2: Yeah. So you funny know, you would say that.
0: They weren't on.
2: Okay. I'm when not going I, like, like, I didn't know they went on. I was like, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, and now that I think of it, I do remember them saying something on The Shade Room. This was a few months ago about Red Table Talk leaving. Um, but I thought it was just temporary you know i didn't know if it was like permanent or not so okay coming back
2: (laughs) yeah i didn't i didn't have a subscription to that so uh, you know when i would see something is (laughs) when it was interesting and people would post it or something and if i looked at my facebook or something then i would see that they said something on a red top not throwing any shade against it i just i didn't watch it okay much
0: told you that was my response um okay (laughs) <laughs> Tiffany Haddish said she's dating herself.
1: Mm, okay,
0: I think that would be wise. Yeah, that might be wise. She she needs some growing up to do a little yeah. bit. You know, Wait, everything she, everything, she, ain't she, everything ain't
1: funny. When did she break up with Carmen?
2: Girl, you ain't know she broke up. With- Girl, that's it's been long, that's a long time. I Girl, with he Common. with Jennifer Hudson now. Baby. yeah, well, not I, really. No, no, he's not. No, he's not.
0: He's not with her no more. I mean, he can't keep a woman either, so
2: yeah, yeah. He, he's not really into the monogamy, and you know the commitment. He's
0: super light aspects. skin. He's super light skin. Mm-hmm. Super light. Super light skin.
2: I don't know what that I means, but
1: he's super
0: light. He's super light skin. Anybody care about making good dating Jonathan Majors? <laughs>
1: Who <is> Jonathan Majors. Wow. <laughs>
0: oh, he he's on that. Him. He's on that movie that I refuse to watch, Creed Three
1: he was in the one movie. Oh my gosh. What was the, with him in?
0: he was in Lovecraft, Lovecraft,
1: Lovecraft. Yeah. Lovecraft County. Lovecraft County Google or whatever him. you call it. You've seen him before. And he, so
0: clearly LaShawn does not know, nor does she care. And while she Googles that, does anybody care about the BET awards and how we are no longer impressed? Then the kids completely taken over. All the hard work that we've put together mm. for the BET Awards—they have totally Tiktoked it out. Oh. Look, she just Googled them. Okay,
1: yeah, he probably a <laughs> <laughs> movie or so. That's so funny. I'll
2: put that up.
0: Okay, before we yeah. before we get to our sponsor and before we get to our guest,
2: I'm sorry.
0: I, I have to say the BET Awards. I'm, yeah. I'm a little pissed off because I'm like. It it just poor Bobby Jones, poor Doctor Bobby Jones.
2: <laughs> Bobby Jones, I used to love his show. He'd be like, he "Bobby Jones, he literally
0: he literally clutched his purse. He said, ooh, ooh.
2: <laughs>
0: Jesus, <laughs> Lord, what is ooh, that's Oh, BT deep- <laughs> throwing her cell phone. Somebody else over here twerking. Oh, this is not yeah. the beat.
2: And and didn't didn't Tyler Perry buy B E T
0: Medea gonna be all over it next
2: year. Yeah, She's gonna
0: I'm pull out gonna, her gun, it's gonna be a wrap.
2: He's Isn't gonna it? be in every scene of the we're gonna be like, oh, look at there's Medea, there's Joe, there's I don't know so and so, there's I, don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm was, watch it. I didn't I don't watch it really, but you know, I hear no, like little excerpts the next day. So yeah. but this time it wasn't it wasn't impressive at all you know i, I think yeah. i looked at something with um uh what's his name funky daniva or whatever uh yeah it, it's it's another podcaster okay. but he was talking and he talked about the styles and mm-hmm. you know the looks and so i kind of looked at it try to google and i was In like well, who perspective- are these people yeah i was like who are these people that are on here what are they the, That's I'm, what I
0: mean by the kids taking over. I felt like there was no connection. Um, and and honestly, no respect to music. Like I, I love the fact that they honored um, Buster wow. Rhymes. He totally love reclaimed Busta. this time. He was like, you ain't going to give me two damn minutes. I'm going to take mm-hmm. 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to give you a 30-minute performance, and mm-hmm. you ain't going to say nothing in that hot turtleneck and leather jacket. But <laughs> I digress. <laughs> And I don't know
2: why Patty LaBelle was chosen to do the Tina Turner tribute. Oh, my God. What but did T- she be
1: doing? Patty.
2: She crapped me. She be doing this. Yeah, like. I don't know the words to nothing. Yeah. Like, and she said the prompter. But, I'm trying okay, like yes, a girl, Bye. What are the words? What, what song was she singing? What's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. What's yeah, yeah. love? I mean, it, these words, I don't even know the whole song. But, Everybody you know,
0: knows
2: could, that song. Right? Yeah, it's been out for as long as "Voulez-vous coucher avec moi." You know, Siswa, quoi. But yeah, I was like, uh, and I always give Patty a pass because not. it's not—it's not. not that I'm giving her pass. Pat, Patty's like <laughs> what well, 80 years old, and she looks she knows fabulous. Better.
0: She knows better. Yeah, she. I'm sorry. There's <sighs> could have been. I, I'm. I'm not a fan. And I mean no disrespect. I love love you, love your pies. Love your pies. I, mean, I just I mean I no disrespect. No disrespect. But I think that they could have they could have had um so Selena Johnson would have been amazing. Sing. She did a concert here in Pittsburgh and she did a Tina Turner tribute. And it was on. Mm. She said the, her voice, she learned how to sing her mm. technique through Tina Turner. Yeah.
2: She has like a heavy. She could have called, too. they could have called her. She could have done yeah. that. You know yeah. what? Uh, yeah, but I think they were trying to get uh, Tina's peers or something no, like that. No, there was a
0: bunch of 20-year-old interns, of them, right? no shade to our centennials. Our but yeah. they were like, so who could we get? Uh, my mama was listening to somebody named Patti LaBelle. Y'all want to call her? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, like
2: yeah, the yeah. young Maddie people. LaBelle
0: sound right? sound about right.
2: <laughs> That's like the young people always think that the only people in the Black Freedom Riders were like Martin <laughs> Luther King. Oh, who can we call? Let's call Martin Luther King.
0: Wait, <laughs> madam talk. I'm gonna need you. Read, <laughs> read,
2: read a book. book. Wait, I get I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm
0: I, I apologize to Dr. Shows in advance because I was today years old and I found out Dr. King had a sister. His sister passed I, away today.
1: Yeah, I seen that too. I'm like, oh, I didn't know.
0: So yeah, well, talk about low-key. Gosh, she rest is. in peace rest in, in, peace. in
2: peace she rest wasn't getting peace. nothing for free by saying who her brother was. <laughs> listen she wasn't getting she lived rides, a long life a ride, in peace nothing and you now sure she, she is, is resting in peace she lived yes. a
0: peaceful life nobody that
2: would have been anybody else they would have been like you know who my brother is <laughs> you up there <laughs> hassling me for some money you know my brother is martin Luther king give me this house for a discount
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Helpful, now we'll see if she get that discount because we're going to talk about how so much has changed racially um, in this country. And we're going to talk to Dr. Ketwana Shows, who is the Chief DEI Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Officer for Community College of Allegheny County. I'm so glad that she said yes to our invite uh, joining us today because um, so much has happened in our country. And today uh, the U.S. Supreme Court Uh, has set some new rules for college campuses uh, when it comes to um, admissions. And so we're going to talk to her in just a minute. But first, we have a word from our sponsor. Hold tight. Fentanyl is not just in heroin. The drug supply is changing. And I carry naloxone because I don't want to see nobody die from a drug overdose. You can test your drugs for fentanyl. Small changes make big differences. All right. This. Episode is brought to you by the Allegheny County Health Department. Please stay close to harmreductionallegheny.org to find out their summer overdose prevention pop-up events here in Allegheny County, Pennsylvania. Uh, as Stacey Brown says, no one has to die today. Please make sure you get your Narcan and learn more about fentanyl. And you know, these uh overdose numbers need to decrease and not increase. So uh, that's definitely an important message. Another important message is to, to know what's going on today. Uh, please join me in welcoming Jerry and my, so sweet, so roar, uh, Dr. Kitwana Shows Again, she is the Chief Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Officer for uh, Community College of Allegheny County. She is a higher education professor, uh, professional with over 20 years of progressive experience uh, as an administrator and faculty member, promoting DEI, variety of college and university settings. She has a long list of degrees uh, (laughs) and we don't have enough time to get through them, but (laughs) congratulations. Uh, She also teaches courses in subject areas such as sociology and diversity and social justice, African-American history, and leadership. She is an active member of the... (laughs) the Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. And LaShawn is like, if you don't stop. Uh, and <laughs> she is the current, she is the current president of no, the uh, Salon Eta uh, Zeta chapter here in Western PA. Thank you so much, so sweet for being here and joining us today.
3: Absolutely, thank you for the invite.
0: Of course. So what's going on?
3: Yeah, was <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I really, yeah. When
0: you heard the news about the ruling, um, I, I, I you know what's happening, but I don't know. Yeah. I have, I, there are many people that's just like so, Lost. what does that mean for my niece who wants to apply for college?
3: What yeah. did, what, can you it's, tell us? Yeah. So I just think it's by design if we think about where we're at just in terms of like the power of like legislation and how it's like uplifted marginalized communities and now we're i think rolling the clock back i think that's what i'll say what happened today Mm -hmm. so i definitely it felt like a gut punch especially for somebody um like me and my counterparts who teach uh, african-american history classes like you can't talk about history without in education and talk about important legislation um laws policies such as affirmative action. But essentially, um, I think what happened today is that no longer will race be able to be utilized as one of the criteria for admission into a higher education institution. So it's never been the only factor, but it has been a factor of why historically it wasn't until what the 1960s 1970s where you see an influx of especially black people but uh you know people of color other marginalized groups too like affirmative action let me put that out there too it's not just about black people i'm interested in the intersections with african american history because of the courses that i teach and just i love to learn about this uh part of history but women other disadvantage uh disadvantaged groups so what it does is take away that as a potential criteria because there was a time and place where we did not see a lot of these groups on college campuses and it was by design, right? So what today said is that no longer can, um, if it's a rubric, you know, the race can't count. So you can't have these race conscious policies um, and not, it's never only, and it's never saying that you're not qualified in other aspects, but it is taking away an opportunity for race to give you another check mark point. I don't know what, you know, whatever individual institutions use, um, you know, mark of consideration. Um, because today is saying like in order, if you do so, you're taking away like the right that people have under the 14th Amendment, like this equal protection of the law by putting race uh, as a factor. So I think in a long story short, if I had to say it again, like it just turned back the clock on the advancement of marginalized groups being able to participate in higher education.
0: What does this decision mean? Our young brothers, sisters want to pursue a higher education. If my niece who's 17, she graduates from high school when she wants to go to an HBCU college or she wants to go to an Ivy League school? Because I do know that you know Harvard and University of Carolina and Chapel Hill were the two schools identified in this. So what does that mean for her?
3: Yeah, so I think it's split up split up the, I guess my take on it. So part of how we get to where we are today, because this isn't the first challenge to affirmative action. It's the one that's just been successful in this over Almost 40 year you know, uh, attempt to, to do away with the wow. since it was like yeah. reemerged since it reemerged in the late 1960s. So let's take Harvard or a, a place like Yale where our current sitting Justice Clarence Thomas almost. benefited from affirmative action So Yale Law School. It it. <laughs> yeah. How he but, forgot, he forgot that. I don't yeah, think he like, uh, they forgot, he forgot, yeah, so conveniently. So that happens, but what it does yeah. is. I think the premise of it is that the people who are against affirmative action are saying that these minority or minoritized groups are taking away a seat at a table for qual- otherwise qualified non-minority or non-minoritized groups. So
1: yeah.
3: white students if we or dominant students, was white men at that, right? So like they're, this is what Yale is <laughs> and Harvard and these Ivy League and elite schools. This is what the type of institution is crafted for them. So for you to give away a seat. For somebody where, you know, they're going to minimize it to like only because they are would insert the marginalized group versus like, no, they're otherwise qualified. And in the past, they've always been otherwise qualified, but because of their race or because of their gender or because of their sex or because of their ability status, you said they can't come here. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is what affirmative action is doing. is saying like you can take into account, like if you if it is a group that has been historically discriminated against and. If you can prove at this, or you can show through law, through policy, you know, through the history of the institution that they've been denied solely because of that, otherwise they would have met the qualifications. So what it does for today's youth is to say um, nobody's challenging legacy right? So your generations of folks who've gone to Harvard. We have a lot of huge population of our students are first mm-hmm. generation college students, right? So you can get a point on a rubric because your great 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 grandfather went here, but we can't because. You know, at the same time, we are great, great, great grandfathers matriculating. mine's didn't, probably because we still enslaved. Education was being prohibited for, for you know, this race of of, of Black people. But you mm-hmm. can have a point, but I can't, right? And you're reducing it to to race. You're reducing it to, to something like gender for those policies that don't benefit women. So um, it just, I think what it's going to do long term is like we're probably going to see a shift in demographic mm. of you know, from a lot of protected classes, not just race, but this base, a race-based decision was made today. So I'll talk about race, um, and then the reasoning isn't going to be because, oh yeah, you know what? They took away this policy that helped to you know level the playing field or provide access to a degree, and it's going to be reduced to like we told you they weren't qualified in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. So now we mm-hmm. take away this one thing, this one one piece of a larger scale of how students are being. Um, admitted into institutions and it's going to be reduced to the reason that that's why they can't, right? We told you they weren't on equal footing or they weren't up to par or they weren't otherwise equally qualified. Um, So I think that is going to be the long-term effect. Like when you do see these smaller numbers, women, people of color, Um, Mm -hmm. that is going to be reduced to like, yeah, you know what they, they weren't supposed to be here in the first place because they didn't have the qualification.
0: So I, I heard something, I'm sorry, Jerry and Sean, if you all have questions, let me, I want to just get this one in here. I heard on CNN that there may be, um, I don't, I don't know if there's like a, I don't know if the word I want to use is wave. I'm not sure what the word escapes me now, but an opportunity for you to address race if it's in your essay to right. talk about your disadvantage mm-hmm. or you know uh, inspiration if you mention race in your essay your college essay that may be accepted I, and it, can you shine a light on that can you
3: Well I think that still doesn't change what happened today you can mm-hmm. uh, you could always talk about it but what today takes away is for somebody to give you uh an opportunity like a and I would say advantage or a point or, a, a, you know, another higher mark on the rubric because of it. Right. So you can't take that into account. So it takes you can, you know, I think you continue to tell your story, but you won't it won't be uh, able to be. Um, I guess, evaluate it in the same way because it can't be like it can't be in this. That's what it takes away is opportunity for it to be a part of the equation of whether you get to the table or not. Right. So like, yeah, tell your story. um, And it's going to make you you know, potentially more a well-rounded applicant. But when they come to when you have to turn in that sheet of why this person gets an opportunity or this doesn't, you're not going to be able to take into account their story that is centered around their identity of race. Jerry, Sean. And that was that was Justice Roberts that said that something
2: about being able to put it inside of your essays. Um, but what if you what if your life? I mean, what if you wanted to write about something that was pretty positive in your life, not not something about, and it doesn't have to do with your race, but just great things. You can't get into the college now. I mean, you got to make your whole story sound like it's been such a hardship for you to get into the college because.
3: Mm-hmm you know, they, you want somebody to feel sorry for you,
2: that makes yeah. no sense. So
3: me. deficit mentality, like why should that be the center of our experience, like from any marginalized Exactly. Yeah, I, and I, it's I just going to be agree. a ripple down effect to now jobs
2: are going to be affected by that. Yeah. Employers are going to start saying things where, you know, we don't have to have a certain amount of people we hire here at this university or at this, you know, this job. We don't have to have those people. Well, it's, it's a ripple down effect. Th- is there pressure now on HBCUs?
3: I've been seeing... Um, it will be. Just on those, you know, check in with social media, like HBCUs, you know, get ready to open your doors wider uh, because it's going to potentially have an influx, especially from mm-hmm. Black student applicants. So mm-hmm. I think it could have a positive Right. Um, right. Why go somewhere wrong where, it. you know, you're not wanted. Exactly.
2: You're tolerated mm-hmm. and not yep. appreciated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, that's that that's for HBCUs. The thing that gets them is that the sponsorships, mm-hmm. it doesn't come from all of the ones that the D1 schools get. And so that's that's their that's the issues that they're having at HBCUs, not even in terms of sports, but period. Like people that graduated from there, there's there's not a lot that could afford to give back. And some of them are, but come on, that's not fair for it to happen like that inside of a college. College isn't
3: for everybody.
2: So everybody's that, not going yeah. go to get
3: how people can give back like that's another generational thing Mm i just attended a Mm -hmm. fundraiser recently and it's like families right so people know the names of like families in this region where money goes Mm -hmm. back it's old money right education is a key to access to that economic prosperity Mm -hmm. and growth that's generational we still have Mm -hmm. a huge sector of our communities who are first generation Right. We don't have that. Right. So we do give like, you know, we're not giving hundreds of thousands. We, You know, we're giving at a rate that's proportional to the wealth that we have. I'm like that wealth acquisition, it is going to go far and beyond education opportunities. I think you're very right. We have to look at the economics of it, the workplace dynamics are going to shift. There's just so much that is centered on this decision that was made today in ways that are going to be detrimental moving forward. Yeah.
1: Do you think that this can discourage a lot of young people or people in general from applying to colleges? You know, they're like, "Oh, now that this is happening, I don't even think I want to do it anymore." You know, like.
3: Yeah, I hope it mm-hmm. redirects potentially to say, "Well, I don't want to do it there." Like there are other options. I think there will be, uh, you know, huge significant growth at HBCUs. I don't. I hope it isn't a deterrent. Um, yeah. For students showing interest, because I do think. I'm, I'm, as an educator, like I, it is an opportunity. Like it's the my path, my story. Like it's centered on education as being the pathway and the key to opening those doors. So I just say that I hope it doesn't, but I wouldn't doubt that it would affect those decisions.
0: So does this have anything to do with um, voting? Because of the justices that are in house, some were appointed by Trump, some were appointed by Biden some were mm-hmm. appointed shoot probably by Reagan because some of them old as hell so I mean it's just yeah. you know what I mean like you know yeah. and and does this deter like Jerry said does this deter not from enrolling in a higher education or being participating in a higher education or pursuing but wanting to participate in the voting process in in elections. Cause it, it's just like, see, it just nobody cares.
3: It's, yeah, you know. I hope it motivates, right? But we think about it a lot of right. ways that uh, you you don't just come out of law school and become a Supreme Court judge. Like mm-hmm. you work your way up through that, right? The different levels, like start at a lot of these local. Like you vote on judges, you vote on, you know, these different seats that sit in the different circuit courts. So I do hope that it motivates and to see that there is power in that. Um, and mm-hmm. that's only we're gonna affect change at the top. Cause you don't just that's just not a position that you, you know, they're only what nine, right? They're nine justices mm-hmm. and yeah. um so that is the the cream of the crop that <laughs> well arguably the cream of the crop that, that makes it to the has the opportunity or the access to sit in those seats. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do hope that it motivates because we need to pay attention to what's going on locally. Um, And a lot of those, um, you can't just vote straight party anymore. Like you need to look down. Yes, you got to read where people stand on these um, types of topics that Mm -hmm. affect our lives like on a daily basis. You think that this decision isn't going to affect the lives of people coming through generational wealth or probably mm-hmm. the children of the justices, right? Grand children of the justices, they're set up to be able to you know, take advantage of these education opportunities. It's gonna have a trickle down and, and detrimental effect on, on these marginalized and undersized groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right. certainly gonna
2: be part of the rhetoric or the uh, narrative whenever it's time to vote this year. Everybody's gonna, somebody's gonna have their platform on affirmative action. Mm-hmm. I'm, I guarantee that that's gonna be the platform. Well, the Democrats know. anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, and I'm kind of, they're kind of switching up too. I mean, there's some what, of them I'm like, hmm. but, um,
0: the leader of that party, the former president said, "We're this is a great day for old merit-based sure practices and more and more quote unquote, old merit-based practices are slowly showing its ugly head. Now we can't, you know, in some States we can't, talk about critical race theory.
3: Mm-hmm. We've
0: overturned Roe versus
3: Wade. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, racism is gaining and growing more rapid. And, and I, you know, um, I love my European friends, um, co-workers, colleagues, neighbors, Everybody. neighbors, cause we the only black family on the street. <laughs> um, but I think about racism every day. Yeah, I don't think, and I maybe it's because of my age, but I never thought that I would think every day something the person did not speak to me in the grocery store. I, mm-hmm. Ooh, the yeah. person did not. Why wasn't I considered for this promotion or interview, or why wasn't I selected for this particular uh, um, event or opportunity? Mm. I I, con- I immediately connected, you know, to racism. This is another thing that we could connect to racism. And I don't want this thinking to, to make it, I don't want it to turn into trauma. I don't want it to turn into an angry spirit. I don't want it to turn into anything bitterness, okay. bitter. And I feel like I'm not the only person that this is happening to, uh, what what can you say, Soror, to to those who are watching and then those who are listening, you know, via stream? What 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 can we do? And you may have covered it, but maybe reiterate. What can we do? Can we, the people, do anything? Because it reached the Supreme Court. So it's like, now what can we do?
3: Yeah, I think we continue. Like they say, I don't know. I feel like what works is to fight the good fight. Like however that sounds in terms of like being cliche, but I don't think Mm -hmm. it should be a stopping point. To Sora's point earlier, I think it should be like a motivation an opportunity to say, you know what, in order to be able to weigh in on these decisions, I have to have a seat at the table. And sometimes you you have to take advantage of these opportunities, like be involved in your workplace, be involved in your children's education, Mm -hmm. be active in your communities, like learn what the issues are, like be a problem solver. So I do hope that it um, helps to get us closer to that uh, mentality of like when something happens that feels like a huge setback or a challenge that you don't just stop running, right? People mm-hmm. before us didn't stop running. That's how we get to where we are, and we figure out how to strategically come together and think about how we get beyond this, how we change this. It was changed, you know, before it can be changed again, right? So we just have to get strategic uh, and be involved, in being a problem solver would be um, my advice on how to move forward and and do it. You know, the best advice I ever received from my first supervisor: do the best you can with what you have, where you're at, and it's mm-hmm. going to look very different based on where you are in life, where you live, right. opportunities that you have, but everybody can do something.
0: Now, these are big, big colleges, big name colleges and and, and colleges around the world, but every bit of higher education is important, I believe. Um, I was a student at CCAC, Community College of Allegheny County, where I received uh, my associates in communications, but I can't find a diploma at all. I might have to go back. I might have to go back, child. Um, so, you know, does this affect your organization as well?
3: Well, community colleges. But you and can and share the, yeah, no, no. Mm-hmm. I don't we have a, we're open admission, right? You just, Okay. If you, so I think it takes away a lot of those barriers that these selective schools, that's why the conversations is happening about, you know, around Harvard's and the Yale's and Ivy League's and the mm-hmm. schools that have these okay. more selective admissions processes. So I think the beauty in, like, CCAC can definitely be a starting point. Um, like I said, where you are, like, in life, there's, from a A lot of people, you know, your your goal doesn't have to be to go on and get your doctorate. Like you Mm -hmm. can come to CCAC for workforce development to get certification to advance like in your career. So I think there's uh, it's not a one size fits all model. And CCAC can be an entry point for wherever you are in your educational journey, because we do have this uh, open admission and commitment to our local communities and having providing uh, affordable uh, access to education, like for the community. That is what is that grounded CCAC in this mission. So I don't think um, that it will affect a CCAC in the way that it will a school that takes into account some of these factors, where race or legacy or, you know, your portfolio. And I'm not saying that CCAC is uh, not a place that does not have those things where you can listen, they do have a place in the admission process, mm-hmm. but I'm saying that like it's not going to have the same level of weight because of our focus and our mission and our charge as an open access institution. I, I
0: think it's time for us to have the real conversation with our kids mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, and invest that interest in what they really, really want
1: mm-hmm. and
0: try and guide them in that direction. If you're, if your teen you know, your junior, soon to be high school senior has um, visions or aspirations of becoming a fashion designer, then look at where they can go for that. A mm-hmm. musician, look at where they can go for that. And I, I don't, um, I'm not against higher education. I'm not against college. You know, I, I feel that, you know, i received my bachelor's. I'm excited about my college, my college education, but I don't remember a damn thing from my classes that I took. <laughs> 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 I, I took film study like why like the only thing I remember is Dancing with Wolves. I don't even know why we watched it. What I I don't know. But um you know take interest in what your kids really want to do and I believe that, that this this uh, this generation this younger generation we are this these young people are so outspoken. They're yeah. unfiltered. They are intelligent exactly. Not fully. Not fully because they still got the TikTok knowledge. But you the, gotta learn the real sense. life, you gotta real, you gotta learn the common sense. You gotta learn reality, um, and and ask the right questions. You know, if there's mm-hmm. something that you don't understand, please ask the right questions. Um, and, and and there is no such thing as a dumb question. So, is there anything um, that you want to share with us, Doctor Shows? Because uh, I know you have another another engagement. Is there anything that you would like to share? Uh, with the audience, or is there something that you, you know, do you want to share contact information so that if anyone has any uh, questions or any further comments, or maybe they want to talk to you about something, or maybe they want to enroll in CCAC. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah. So I'm uh, accessible uh, through email is um, my, the first initial and then my last name. So K shows, so K S C H O O S at CCAC.edu. Numbers 412-237-4542. Happy to connect uh, to anywhere in the college. Like if, from a mission standpoint, like if you're a current student and you're ha- running into a challenge, uh, I love being a problem solver or a troubleshooter uh, with students to get them. Uh, I have very equity is where I'm at. Like, what do you need in order to be successful here at the college? And let us get you connected to it if you're interested in learning more like we are going to continue to have these conversations at ccac we have an ethnic and diversity studies department uh help uh which is overseen by a community like leader and just a gym dr ralph Proctor. uh and we have ethnic and diversity studies class and talk about different um, ethnic groups different racial groups different marginalized groups i do teach the african-american uh, well, I am one of the faculty members who teaches African American history classes. So, if you want to learn and have these conversations in a safe space and a learning space, then there's an opportunity for that too. And I would just uh, encourage people to continue to stay engaged. I think where we, when we kind of you know step away and think that you know our one vote, our one comment, our one contribution is for not and doesn't have an effect, like it does and has a ripple effect. So, I think to to stay committed um and don't let this decision is it's heavy right and yeah. they, it can have a long-standing impact but it's also reversible right yeah so we stay connected and we we to change the tide right
0: thank you thank you so much Dr Katwana Show she is the uh Chief Diversity Equity and Inclusion Officer for Community College of Allegheny County please look her up please reach out to her if you have any further conversations thank you so much uh, for your time. I really appreciate you. We appreciate you. Yes, uh, so ladies, great. did you have any further questions uh, for Dr. Katwana?
1: No, I don't. He explained okay. everything. <laughs> he answered everything that I was going to say, but uh, no, thank you so much
3: Absolutely. for coming here. Good information. Thank you, thank you for here the invite. In
2: thank
0: you so much. We're gonna We're going to wrap up, but I know you have another engagement. So if you wanted to kind of jump out. You have my information. Yes. Please feel free to reach out. If there's anything that you need that we could do, please let us know. You are welcome back anytime.
3: Oh, thank you. I appreciate Bye. it.
0: All right. Have a good one. All right. Take good Bye. care. All Bye. right. It is the Hey Girl hey podcast um, from Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Uh, when you all heard the ruling, um, With the Supreme Court, I mean, I know we've talked about it with Doctor Katwana, but like, it just it made me feel like, damn, yeah, what is this world coming to? Yeah, gives
2: you that Miss Sophia thing all my life.
1: I I had to fight.
2: That's just the way I like. Again, (laughs) something else, you know.
1: It's always like you said, right? Something else is always something, you know. Like,
0: it makes you want to. Someone who is not mentally strong. Someone who doesn't understand that, you know, the whole cliche, this too shall pass, or yeah. understand that this is a part of life. This is something that, this is a wave that we got to ride. Somebody can really make this into, make this a reason to get into that dark place and not have any hope. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, depending on their, how they're built upstairs, they could take that and do whatever with it. You know, prayerfully that doesn't happen. But like I said, with the critical race theory and some states shutting that down and the overturning of Roe versus Wade, we just do not, they're taking our voices. Mm-hmm. These yeah. are, and again, I love my European family, but these are old white men.
2: Mm-hmm. I think even young white men telling people me an old
0: ass black man.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. You said telling one. me one. Telling me how I'm supposed to live my life and how I'm supposed. Now I don't have a womb. <laughs> I didn't gave it up. I gave up my womb. Yeah. I don't have. I have no room for my womb. It's gone. But you're a my womb, womb man. I'm a womb yeah, man. A
1: woman. This yeah. is my body.
0: And and we talked about this before. You don't want to watch my kids, but you want to tell me how to have kids. You want to tell me if I can have kids or if I should. Oh that God. I should have. But you don't want to watch my kids, and you don't want to give me more money to take to have. Uh, care for my children. These are old white men making these decisions for us. Mm.
1: And I I don't like that. I don't like, even with birth control and you know, and and abortions and stuff like that, like, why why is it, why are you making a decision for me? You are not a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know nothing that goes on in a woman's body. Like, I don't under, I I never understood it. You know what I mean? How are you going to tell me what I can and cannot do with my body?
0: Mm -hmm. I don't get how they I mean, what's that like at the dinner table?
1: Mm.
0: You know what if I'm saying? You, a justice, you are justice. You are Supreme Court justice. Yeah. And you got to go to work and you got to come home to your wife and your daughters. Yeah. And you got to sit at the family reunion with your nieces. Mm-hmm. And this is a decision. Like, I, I'm not a justice. I, I have never oh. practiced law. I don't understand that. I just don't understand the logic.
2: Oh, you know what? Um I I wonder if Clarence Thomas, like, do they have a family reunion with the Thomases? Like, <laughs> like who who is in his family? Who like, is coming? His, who's coming? Do y'all still him? claim him? Yeah, like is there y'all still claim cousin Clarence? Is there Thanksgiving at his house? What do they serve? Like, I, ain't I ain't claiming that I
0: ain't claiming that
2: is it is it pumpkin pie or sweet potato? I don't know. You know, I think it's pumpkin. I think it's pumpkin. But I you know, but I'm just you know it just aside from him, I think this generation now is gonna change a lot of things. Like we don't give them a lot of credit that they should have. Mm-hmm. They are creating wealth in ways that we only thought that education. Oh well, get the phone, get something going on there, Keith. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> they they are creating wealth in other ways that we only thought that education could be the only way to create wealth and create generational wealth. And they are using their voices for other, for you know to speak up. Um, I think we just got to get behind them a little bit more and just give them a little bit more of a push instead of being critical of what they do. There's some things there are since we have social media, it makes it a little easy for us to criticize them. But they have the power to really create a lot of change in this world. Like I look at some young people and I'm thinking, you know, my, my goddaughter, she was saying that, you know, my little grandson, he's, he's hilarious. He's a funny kid. But he in school, he likes to crack jokes. So I said, well, I tell you what I told him, I said, call me every day and give me don't crack jokes in school. Give me 15 minutes and I'll tell you if you're funny because I think I'm pretty funny. You, you are, know, I'm like, you so, you funny. know, you give are. me 15 you're minutes. Call in, like, talk mm-hmm. to me for 15 minutes. Because I don't think in his in his career, and she'll probably be mad that she did not say this. I don't think I don't think college is for him, and not that he's not a smart no, kid. That's a, that's a real statement. I yes. don't think college is for him. I think that, and I told him, I said, I think he's a very funny kid. But I look at the Steve Harveys who are like million billionaires, and the Cedric the Entertainers, and the Chris Rocks, right. and the Dave Chappelle's, and all of them. That if they were given the opportunity to say those funny things, that you know they would it wouldn't have been so hard for them. There they could have got out there and did it. So I think this generation is going to create wealth and do their own thing, whereas we're sitting up here, we're sitting up here mad, and we rightfully should be mad about affirmative action, Mm -hmm. no doubt about that. But in terms of college, in terms of everything, I think they're going to be changing the way things look. For everybody, and the way businesses are for everybody, right? Because I think you're, I, in the I hope you're right, I hope you're right, Sean. I really I think, do. I think I, I don't afraid. think that it's going to be the same
0: chicks we saw next to Bobby Jones at the BET Awards. I don't think that's going to be them no.
2: <laughs> now with but. the booties out. <laughs> you're like, Oh, she touched me, she got a split up her side. Oh, <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. that just makes me sad. It's sad, it's sad. Um, so. I don't know. There's a lot going on in this world, um, but I just know that we just got to keep, like Kiki, when I, when you were talking about, you know, um, feeling that you always have to fight or race is always on your mind. Yeah, always. I think it's like that like, for people of color. Been. It's always yeah. on our mind. If we don't get, if something doesn't happen to us, the first thing we go to is race. And rightfully yep. so, we should. Yeah. Because yep. some things do happen to us because of our race. We right. have more happen to us as a bad result because of our race, at, as opposed to for us because of our race.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you know what, Sean?
2: I don't I want to just live
0: life. I don't want to have to think, was well, this because this person will like me because I'm black? Was yeah. This person that this yeah. person really just denied me that this person really just not speak to me because I'm black or because you just ignorant as hell
1: mm-hmm. that this well, person
0: really did not want to give me an extra cherry because I'm black or because they only got limited in the back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When I go to the ice cream store and I want a cherry, mm-hmm. on my, and said, I want two, I come. How come you gave her two, but you didn't <laughs> give me an extra? You know, but that. I mean, it's funny, but it's like, but this is really what I. And and sometimes, and I love um, my coworker. Her name is Kelly. Um, she works at Star, uh, one hundred point seven. I love Kelly. She and I are on, um, KDKA's Talk Pittsburgh every Wednesday, oh. and we. We we talk and and we have very in depth conversations and she's a fan of the show she's a fan of the show she wants to actually be on so does Heather Abraham but I get scared <laughs> <laughs> I get scared to have a boy I get scared i will be like I don't know if y'all ready but we have conversations and and there are just times that you know Kelly would just look at me like and I will tell her like it's real when you black it yeah. is. Like this ain't. I can't do the things that you do. I can't say the things that you say. I
2: can't. You know. I can't. I can't. Yeah. And they she just be like, know. "Damn." Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's real.
0: I,
2: that's I think they real. think they know the hardship of it because they. Can, when you say they can't say the things that we say, like they're like, "Oh, it's so bad because I can't say the n word." Like that's a bad. That's that's nothing. You know, we can't do anything. Yeah. All you're, all we're telling you is don't say the N-word, but you get privileges to so much. You yeah. don't have to say the N-word. You don't have to make me feel a certain kind of way. All you got to do is keep living your life because things are coming to you because of who you are. And things yeah. leave, they don't come to me because of who I am. We mm-hmm. got to face that truth, white and black. You and know what?
0: I'm sorry, go finish, finish the statement. I want to ask you a question. Uh, I
2: mean, I, I tell my white friends that all the time. I mean, we're cool and I love them and I have relatives that are white, but we, you got to understand it's different for me than it is for you, but you know.
0: Sean and Jerry, tell me, ha, hmm, so I'm, I'm in a text conversation with a friend who is also African-American and I'm texting him my frustration about a coworker who is not and i have a frustration because this person i feel like does not respect my my position does not respect who i am does not respect my time it's basically you know this is what i want i don't care whatever i'm going to just ask you when i feel like asking you no i don't care i need it to be done and i and i'm i'm the type of person like i have i've paid my dues mm-hmm I I'm a grown ass woman. I'm 50 years old. I'm I'm accomplished. I'm a businesswoman. I know my ish. Yes, I still have room for growth, but at the same time, I'm going to reclaim my time. You're going to respect me and you're going to put some damn respect on my name.
1: Mm-hmm. And I'm
0: saying this and the person replies back. He replies back. Yeah, but it's her world, not yours. What? And I was pissed. I understood what he was saying. But I was like, yo, it's my world too. Yeah. Right. Why what can't is- it be my world? He was like, that's not what I'm saying. You got to learn how to play the game. At the end I'm I'm t- <laughs> I'm tired of tapping. Yeah. I'm tired yeah. of tap dancing. I'm t- I don't want to have to go through that. No. Just yeah. like you want me to respect you, I want you to respect me. Right. And, I mean- and 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 I'm showing you respect.
1: Mhm.
2: Yeah. So
0: why do I have to do a damn dance to kind of sort
2: of show yeah. you that I yeah, I think it then that's too that's all about the conversation too you know like if if you're my subordinate and and you know you're supposed to work for me, if you're not following the rules, I got to address that with you. I mm-hmm. have to do that with anybody that's underneath. no one gets a pass because mm-hmm. work is work so you know, if, if they treat everybody like this, it has something has to change. And with me mm-hmm. being your boss, I yes. got to let you know, it's mm-hmm. all about that conversation. Mm-hmm. Now, if you mm-hmm. want to take it to another level, and say that, you know, I'm, I'm pointing you out, or you or you're feeling discriminated against, mm-hmm. you got to show me the facts on that. But you got to respect me in my position. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, on the job, you got to respect me and my position. Right. But if we if we're outside of the job, you're doing these things. I'm still to, I'm gonna correct you too. Right. But on the job, I gotta correct you. I gotta correct you. Because if this person treats you like this on the job and they do it, they're gonna do it in front of other people and Absolutely. other people are gonna treat you the same way. So it has care. to be addressed. Mm-hmm.
1: They will not care at all. And it's like if you don't say anything, don't think it's okay to continue to say. But if
0: you do say something, then you're the angry black person.
1: Oh yeah, it's
2: okay. I'll be it.
1: And I was going to say at this point, it doesn't even matter because they're going. Sure said it. it doesn't even matter. I'll present,
2: present, <laughs> a <No>. black woman. <laughs> present. You know because I'm because because that's true. I'm angry and I'm a black woman. There's nothing bad or wrong with that. You know, I, I told someone on a call, they said something about how they thought I looked when I was on a call. And the thing is, is that when we were on the call, I couldn't hear them. I kept on saying, hey, I said, can you guys hear me? I can't hear you because technology, sometimes it doesn't work. Well, this person replied back the next day. You look like you weren't interested. I said, how did how did that look? Show me that face. This so one. Yeah. She couldn't tell me. She couldn't tell me a face. I said, well, I'm going to tell you, you never with me, you never have to read my face because my mouth tells you how I feel. I said, I'm going to tell you what I am right now. I am disappointed. I am angry. And Mm -hmm. you are not going to paint me with that brush. And she was like, so those are things we got to have conversations about. You know, the angry black woman, there's angry white women, there's angry people, period. Mm-hmm. But why does it when it comes to us when somebody says angry black women? It's more right. they and yeah. you get this whole narrative behind it like this is terrible. She got flames shooting out of her head. She's right. about to go in and about to cuss everybody out. What you know? Like we got the right to be angry and it's okay. Yeah. But we if do just, look
0: angry though, Sean. If you <laughs> if you notice, sit to, sit back in a diner or maybe a, a heavily populated like a a. a a commercial restaurant where you see, you know, we walking in there too. Black women, we look
1: mad. We be looking.
0: Yes. We be looking. And yeah. I know we're not, cause we're probably thinking about stuff. Yeah. We probably thinking like, damn, I got to get my kids. I
2: think <laughs> it's all, I think it's
0: all. I mean, <laughs> we, just been, mad. It. we just look mad, but we're not mad. Yeah. But I, I'm glad that we got into this conversation. And I'm hoping that when people, you know, do listen in or they're watching they have they extend this conversation with their circles and say, okay, so how can we overcome the decision? How can we be better as a race? How can we show others that we do deserve the respect or we do deserve to be included? We are important and we do deserve to have the same uh, the same privileges as as our white. Mm. Uh, our European European counterparts. So, um, you know, don't just look at this or look at this podcast episode as just another one just ranting. No, this is serious. Our our world is really, really, really changing. Shouts to Dinah Blackwell for checking in and also uh, Lamont Crawford uh, for checking in. And we have to give a shout out to our guest today. Dr. Kitwana Shows, the Chief Diversity Equity Inclusion Officer for Community College of Allegheny County. Uh, Thank you so much for all that you've um, shared with us this evening. I'm your radio chick, Kiki Brown. And I'm the chatter chick, LaShawn.
1: And I'm y'all millennial chick, dear, dear.
0: Thank you again to Dr. Ketwana <laughs> Shows, our associate <laughs> Soror, Chief Diversity Equity Inclusion Officer of CAC, Community College of Allegheny County. And this is the Angel Hay Podcast on Urban Media Today. The views and opinions expressed on podcast do not necessarily reflect on the official policy or position of Urban Media Today and Urban Media Today Radio. Any content provided by our guests, sponsors, or advertisers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.